Dragons Cross Country is fired up to turn off the lights. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast, where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking. Our first official fall regular season home event in two years is finally here. Opening day on the 2021-22 season begins in the dark. Well, kind of. I mean, there's lights. But Dragons Cross Country was on the road and training and team building during our fall media day. So we thought we'd catch up with head coach Ryan Milner to talk about how his teams are progressing this season and how the Dragon Twilight Meet tomorrow is helping grow the sport of cross country among the new and old alike. That and more right now. Yeah. Ryan Milner, thank you for joining us on the MSUM Dragons podcast today. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Now that we get to see you, because we we didn't get you at media day when we had some of the other fall sports coming. So I wanted to make sure that our fans and supporters got to hear about our other fall sport that's going to compete tomorrow, and we'll talk about that too um, as we get set to have a fall season for the first time in a long time, and you get to kick our kick us off with the first competition. So as we get to all that kind of fun stuff, where are we at as far as men's and women's cross country goes in Dragonland? Yeah. Um, very different places than we've been in the past. Um, men's side, you know, traditionally pretty strong team, um, really heavy with kind of, you know, really distance distance runners. Right. Um, Right now we're super young. We have a lot of guys who are kind of developing more in that middle distance space. So on the track side, they're, they're, they're 800 runners, right? Right. Um, cross country isn't always a natural fit for that type of athlete. Um, so this season, uh, is kind of a little bit of a rebuilding place for us. And then, um, the emphasis for a lot of the guys is what can we do now? That's going to really benefit us in the track season. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, is just kind of build up, uh, some of that, strength and some of that endurance that'll benefit them when we get to indoor and outdoor, um, women's side, uh, probably one of the strongest teams we've had in recent years, uh, which is, is super exciting. Um, you know, I think on the roster now, maybe only two have ever run a college cross country meet. So, uh, so how do you know that? I mean, I, I know it's a lot of timing. So how do you have so many unproven athletes on a team and yet know this is a strong squad? Yeah. Um, a couple of ways. One, just the type of kid that we recruited, uh, two years ago. Uh, the nice thing about last year is we did have the opportunity to get on the track. So we saw, um, what they could do in that space and then just, you know, what they do today, day to day in practice. Right. Um, you know, we had a tempo run, uh, what was it last Tuesday, right? One of our freshman women, I was like, okay, I just did this workout faster than I ever raced in high school. So it's little things Ooh. like that. They're like, okay, um, we're on to something. There's some stuff to be excited about. I think we'll get a glimpse of that this year. Um, but you start looking at two years out from now. Um, and if everything trends in the right direction and we keep adding pieces, this is going to be a pretty dynamic group to work with. It's, it's pretty exciting. Your uh, two NSIC um, athletes to watch uh, Adnew and Peyton. Could you talk a little bit about, uh, them and their leadership in the program? 
Yeah, um, coming from a very different background. So Peyton ran for Davies High School in Fargo, um, which is one of the best uh, women's cross country and distance programs in the region. So she has a pretty solid um, running background. Uh, the nice thing about the coaches there is they really want to prepare their athletes who have the opportunity to run at the college level to be ready for it. So they don't train them like college athletes in high school, but they build them to a place where they're going to get ready for college, but then they're still going to grow and develop and have a, a really successful college career. So you're starting to see, see that with her. Um, so she understands what it's like to be in a good program. She understands what it's like to race at a high level. Um, and she's, you know, really willing to be coached, uh, which you saw that on the track last year. She had a phenomenal season for, for a true freshman. Um, Adnew, coming from small town Minnesota, um, was a multi-sport athlete. Um, and track was probably not the primary <laughs> emphasis for him, right? Um, kind of did everything on the track, ran some hurdles, did some jumping, um, was a distance runner here and there. Um, but just a really raw, phenomenal uh, athlete. And similar to Peyton, you started to see glimpses of that in the track season last year. And for him, I think that was a little bit of what lit the spark of, okay, Hey, if I really dedicate myself to this, I can do something special. Um, so that's, that's kind of where we're at with, with those how, two. How do you help someone like that who has so much versatility kind of decide what Avenue something special is possible in? Yeah, I think, um, a lot of your, distance runners, um, that almost gets decided for them, right? Like if you're not going to be recruited to play football, you're not going to be recruited to play basketball. You go to the space where, where someone wants you. Mm -hmm. Um, and then with him, it was kind of looking at that athleticism and figuring out how do you apply it in the track space because we didn't have a cross country season. Um, and that in my mind, the natural place was steeplechase. Um, you run, you jump, you hurdle, um, throw yourself over water, all those fun things. Um, and I've never seen someone take to it so quickly. Like it looked like he'd been doing it for years. Um, so it was kind of, okay, you have this background, you have a great athletic ability. Let's see if we can capitalize that in, in here. And, um, I think once he started to see some success, he got a little excited and, uh, just see where we go from here. Well, we get to see tomorrow as we, we have tomorrow. the dragon twilight, which is our first official regular season fall event in two years. Yeah. Um, so that is exciting in itself, but this event is so much bigger. Um, you know, let, let's talk first about the participation from the community. This isn't just the dragon women and the dragon men in a, in a cross country type event. You've got middle school, you've got JV, you've got varsity and you've got alumni and you've got all these races going on throughout the day at blue stem, I believe starting at three o'clock um, all the way to the men's race, which ends the day at eight ten. Um, tell us a little bit about what it's like to throw such a big event after a couple of years off. Yeah, uh, definitely a little rusty getting back into it. Right? Uh, <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, yeah. You think you have everything done and then you kind of get that email of, Hey, uh, have you done this or, um, you know, my entry fee is going to be late. So you're kind of putting out fires as you go. Um, the nice thing, I think doing that in the context of working at MSUM, and I think we've talked about this before is it, it takes a village to make these things happen. Right. Um, so this morning I was out there with Kyle from grounds painting lines. Um, you know, you and I have been communicating back and forth. What do we need to make the Alex and I went on a field trip the other day to figure out where we're going to put the yeah. trailer on the berm and try not to roll it going over that thing. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. It makes uh, it exciting. It does. Um, 
but it's all those little things where everybody gets involved. It makes it possible. Um, so that's, that's a fun part of it. Um, you know, we've partnered with Moorhead high to kind of make this happen in previous years. So I ran into one of our alumni, Eric Hansen out scoping out the course this morning, wanting to see what it looked like. Um, but no, I think one of the, the great things about cross country, the great things about track and field, it's one of those sports where there's a low bar for entry, right? If you can put one foot in front of the other, um, and you can run and you can find a pair of shoes, you can find your way into the sport. Um, and you're going to have successes along the way. It's just, those successes are going to be different for everybody. Um, and that's one of those things we're going to see on Friday. You're going to have people out winning, obviously you're going to have teams that are going to win. Um, but you're going to have kids kind of experiencing the sport in its infancy for them. And ideally that's going to transition into that JV race for them someday and into that varsity race, then maybe into college. And this is going to be their first time doing it. And that's, pretty awesome that we can be the venue to make that happen for them. Um, you know, I alumni, I guess is the, the other end of it, right? You get right. All those, those places and you can come back and you can keep rolling. Um, and actually they're probably one of the teams to watch this year to be top two. Um, so yeah. they're pretty stacked. Um, I'm excited to see all those, those guys come back. It's always fun to connect with them and, and share, you know, old war stories from when they were here, like 10 years ago. I really, I really enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I think anytime you can bring everybody together from all of those different avenues, it really highlights, I think, what's what's really special about cross country. And, and that's this podcast. It's about more than the game. And I know we're talking about the beginning of a season to introduce people to it, the first event and all that kind of stuff. But that right there, the entry point for these middle schoolers to not just see, get a chance to compete on a, on a fun course but to get to see the upper levels, to get to connect with them and see them and, and, and to have the alumni come back after the fact, because it's something you can continue to do. Even if you aren't a collegiate athlete or a professional, it's, it's something that anybody can get into and maintain. And, uh, you know, except for old dogs like myself who just, uh, well, I go 94 feet at a time or just really long walks with a stick. That's about it anymore, man. For you guys, we have the food trucks. So Hey, have a, have a taco, have a sloppy Joe, grab some ice cream and just watch. Right. I, I like the microphones over the tennis shoes, my friend. Um, so let's just build on, on that for your team, um, going into this event and into the season, a lot of events, um, on the horizon. What are the expectations for the, the goals for this year? Yeah. The big thing that I'm looking for here is, you know, as you kind of mentioned, we haven't raced cross country since 2019. Um, I just want to kind of see where they're at being competitive, you know, yeah. what's it like for them to be in that space. Are they actually going to remember how to race? Um, and for me, I'm looking for areas where we can learn and improve throughout the season. Um, anybody who's worked with me or who's been through the program, we always emphasize being our best in October and November. That's when the races matter. Um, so everything we're doing right now is, is preparation for that. So um, with that, you have to be pretty patient. You have to understand that the progression isn't always going to be linear. You're going to have weeks where we're running a lot. Like we ran a lot this week. Um, so we're going to be racing on tired legs and we're going to do that through October. Um, so everything we're doing between now and then is really just to get ready for, for championship time. And, um, ideally we'll, we'll be at our best at conference. I'll be at our best at regionals. And, um, I think if things shake out right, we might have a person or two at the national championships even this year. Very nice. Um, any final thoughts of trying to get some people to not just come to your event tomorrow night, 
Well, watch us on the Dragons Digital Network. We'll have a live stream of the uh, women's and men's races at the end of the day. Um, I don't know anybody who does that, so I'm really excited to oh, be able yeah. to, to do that. Uh, so if you're not going to the event and getting massive amounts of rewards points through our Dragons app, please, please, please watch and support as it's not just the college athletes out there. There's some old old dogs in there this race. So come out and watch on the app and get your points at the same time. It's the trifecta. It's a, there we go. That's right. So thank you, Coach Miller, for joining us today on the MSUM Dragons podcast, and good luck to you and your Dragons this season. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Coach Miller, for your time. Remember, the Dragon Twilight is all afternoon tomorrow, which is September 10th, 2021, from 3 to 9 p.m. Visit msumdragons.com for a full schedule and, of course, awesome live video coverage. Thank you for listening to the MSUM Dragons podcast today. And if you believe what we believe, that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game, please subscribe to the show and share your favorite episodes with all your friends. I'd appreciate that very much. Thanks. And of course, go Dragons!